Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Welcome, welcome back to Sharing My Truth Pod. You're listening in, and we're sharing my truth with Susie and Mel. I'm Susie, and that's Mel, and we just want to remind you to give this little pod a little cute review, little five stars. Tell us how much you love us. It's really, really nice to hear sometimes, you know? Um, Hi, babes. Hello, how darling. Oh, how are this you? This is so fun. I... We never get to call like this, you know. You're all the way in London. I'm I back am here in the land of the British hole. people. <laughs> and are you having some tea and crumpets today? I have had crumpets, to be fair, and I always have tea, so that's like a redundant question, Susie. Yeah. But I, I only eat crumpets, which I love in London. I have them every day. It's like overkill. Mm. <laughs> that sounds lovely, though. I think that's necessary. I think it is. And it's what very hot bread here pudding? at the moment. Oh, really? It's like 30 degrees and the English people are melting. They don't know what to do with themselves because there's no air conditioning. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Isn't that like a regular summer, though? No. No, no. We always we always like act really surprised. We get a few days of really hot weather. Yeah. But it's very inconsistent. It's not like Canada, like it's even though it's shit weather in, in Canada, I believe it's in Toronto, is that you know, it comes to the end of May in Canada and you know basically until October it's going to be nice. Yeah. Well, in England you have no idea it could rain, it could be gale force, wind, you just don't know. So everyone's a bit shocked when it's very hot and they don't know what to do with themselves. What is the point of living in a place that doesn't even have a summer, Mel? Tell me. Well, that's why I don't live here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. I completely agree. Every time 100%. I'm here in summer, I go, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, okay. well, I'm happy you're having a lovely little time. I wish I was there with you. Thank you, my darling. Ugh. Well, Mel, I just want to talk to you today about a sexy little topic. Mm -hmm. And I use this myself sometimes when I'm feeling naughty. And I'm I'm wondering if you do too. It's we're talking about audio erotica. I'm not I'm not a big fan, to be really? honest. With you. Not of audio. I no. I just find Does it, it make you feel weird a bit. No, I don't. I don't worry about stuff like that. No, I just. I'm just like. I don't know. I find it a bit boring. I th I I think the problem I have as a person is I'm very like steeped in reality. Right. Like, I'm somebody who is a realist. So when it comes. And that makes me sound very boring, to be honest with you. I find it's even like with fantasy, like movies, like if you're watching something about witches and wizards or space or stuff, I'm just like, I can't be fucked with that. It's just stupid. So yeah, I'm I mean, not very good yeah. with kind of going into another realm that I'm not in. Does that make sense? It is, but I mean, isn't like, yeah, I mean, I know you're an avid book reader and things mm -hmm. like that. It's kind of the same. Like, do you read erotica? No. You don't. No, I think, I mean, I. to be fair, I don't know if it's changed, but in the old days, erotica that you would read was very much like, 
and his pulsating thigh was over mine and all that sort of stuff. And you're a bit like, oh, please, you know, and my nipples were blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there he was in all his manhood. And I can't stop myself from laughing if I yeah. read that. That would just make me laugh. I don't, so I don't know, to be fair, if it's better. And it used to be, there used to be these kind of, I think maybe a lot of it was, and it was a lot more romantic. I don't know how romantic it is now. So it's yeah. all about this dashing man coming in from the rain and you're a maiden who needs to be saved. You see, I seem to know a lot about it, don't I, now that I'm saying this? Well, I think, <laughs> I think that nowadays, you know, the audio erotica is actually, it's quite nice like i don't listen to it regularly because i'm a very visual person i need visuals yeah but it's a nice thing to kind of get yourself in the mood if you would say like it's just it's kind of just like a nice little cherry on top a little foreplay thing and what's kind of nice about it is maybe we're talking about more like are women listening to it alone in this episode mm -hmm. but what's nice about it is that maybe you can just listen to it as well like with your partner to get you both in the mood yeah, a hundred percent. I I mean, I do. I mean, it's a massive thing. It's an industry that's just booming and keeps growing. Audio erotica, and I, from a woman's perspective, and we've both read a little bit about this, and I do get it. I mean, there's, it's less kind of. Um, I mean, there's so many people still have so much trouble around the word and the concept of porn. Mm -hmm. However much you know now there are a lot of women in the industry making movies making movies that are not about the male gaze that's from the female gaze and all this sort of stuff and there's a lot of that nowadays and the industry has changed massively but i think people in general have a big problem with porn talking about it admitting to it any of those things right and i think right. i think particularly for women there are lots of problems because certainly porn in the old days or the origin or not the origins because obviously it goes back way back but you know certainly when i was younger it it was all made for men it, and it still is a lot of it largely is made for men and it's a little bit grim some of it and it's a bit like that's not what women want that's what a man wants and obviously that has changed and there's lots and lots of options now but i think there's also a perception which is probably the most important thing amongst a lot of women that it's still like that and so they watch female female yeah. girl on girl stuff because they find the men's stuff threatening kind of a little bit gross um degrading to women all of those things and so if you're listening to stuff i don't think any of those things are attached yeah um because it's in your own head and also you don't feel somehow i mean this is my perception what i think that you're not kind of betraying women by like watching this woman who's doing this job of you know for uh, sure pornography and i think there's lots of stuff um attached to that and if you listen to audio it's just a story i don't know why people can't accept that actually visual porn is also just a story um and in the west you know the women who are in pornography are all over the age of 18 there are very strict rules around this yeah of course you know i mean there's a perception that that's not the case it is not the case at all um especially you know in the us where the center of of it probably but um i think audio is just it's more um it's more kind of um i don't know it's more like accepted it's more like okay that women can do that that's not that's not gross kind of thing. Yeah, no, that thing about that. That makes sense. I mean, 
it's just I, I can't get into it where it's like it's just it's you're only doing this like I applaud women that can only watch audio or listen to audio porn to get off like that is insane to me like it's such a you're literally making these visuals up in your head right mm-hmm. like that's what you do when you're listening to like something like listening to this podcast you're probably making up visuals in your head like there's just like there's things that our our body and our mind does so like when you're like listening to like a man moaning on you're kind of like you're kind of picturing his face you can also picture you know it as like you know a past love like you can do all these things but it's pretty amazing like i just maybe i don't have crazy visuals like some of these women do that can only that are only wanting to listen to audio porn but yeah i do agree that it's very much like you know porn is mostly made for men but i don't know as like a a bi woman Mm -hmm. i also I don't know. Like I, I honestly like I somewhat get off to like the male gazy stuff. Maybe that's mm-hmm. not because I'm bi. Maybe that's just because I'm a freak. But like, either way, it's like, um, yeah. I don't know. I just need a little bit more extra. Like, and the voice actors of today are incredible. And yeah. that when you're listening to this like audio erotica, it really you're like, holy shit, these people are fucking into it. You know. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's that. I mean, I think there's another thing that it's probably you can have a much wider selection of voices because obviously if you're just acting audio erotica and you're not in, in the audio sense, not in the visual sense, it's not going to destroy your career or whatever. It's You're not kind of doing it, right? Yeah. So obviously that's that's another thing there's just many many people also just these companies that are that are recording it it's much easier to record audio um than video i mean it's a whole different game isn't it and i think you can have people from all over the world doing this 100 percent. and i think the other thing i read somewhere that and you know in this month um or in this sort of world that we're living in that we're trying to get much more we are trying very hard to be more open about everyone living the way they want to live. I mean, we obviously have a long way to go. But I think it also means audio. There are no stereotypes because it's in your head, your stereotypes, whereas as opposed to watching something, and of course still a lot of porn is, you know, obviously very attractive, um, particularly women with large boobs and so on. Yes. Whereas there is, those stereotypes are not attached to the audio because it's what you like in your head. Right. So you can actually be doing whatever you're doing with whomever in your head so in a sense there's an equality to that i think yeah no you're abs no you're absolutely right and i'm it's it's just a funny little thing i've always wanted to be a little voice actor for porn i think it's so hilarious that you're just kind of moaning into a mic and it's kind of also the same with thing with i don't know if you know but asmr of course yeah so Obviously, like that was a huge trend. That was mostly in like maybe like 2020-ish. I feel like it went it like really went off the charts. Cause people just want to be like spoken to in a very soft voice. And it yes. like really creeps me the Crunchy fuck out. It's just like <laughs> Yes. I mean, it's funny actually, because there's an article I've pulled I've I've got in front of me now by Vice, and it's from 2021. And it says exactly what you've just said. So this is from April 29th, 2021. um, For those who've long been mesmerized by the therapeutic charm of ASMR, audio porn may be love at first sound. So I I think you're right. I think if the whole ASMR thing hadn't happened, and there clearly is, as weird as it is, something sexual about listening to somebody 
eating. I mean, it's weird. It's so but fucking I, weird. That's all in there, right? And I um, and also, you know, we're doing we're doing a podcast. We are in this era. I think the other thing about audio porn, I really believe this audio erotica porn, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Can you? Is it really porn if it's audio? Is it more erotica? It's definitely porn if you're talking about sex, like in yeah, a I sexual guess, yes, manner. Yeah. I mean, you I know? guess we just the, the word erotica is more accepted, more, isn't it? It's more, yeah, it's women but, friendly. Um, search engines prefer it. But right. I, um, I think the other thing about uh, audio erotica slash porn is that you can do other things and people don't know what you're doing, right? I mean, others unless you're obviously standing there with a great big dildo, then obviously they do. They do. But what I mean is, most people listen to podcasts and they've gone for a walk or they're cooking or they're. They're doing something else on the whole, right? Or they're driving yeah. or they're on the train or whatever. And and if you are listening to something, nobody knows what you're listening to, right? Yeah. And unless you're actually doing whatever to show what you're listening to, they don't know what you're listening to. Whereas if you're watching something that is, you know, invasive, people can see what you're doing. Yeah. So I think a lot of women where there is still a huge amount of shame around the kind of adult industry or women saying it's okay to watch this stuff or, or whatever um, all the hangouts we still have are, is that if you're listening to some something, nobody knows what you're listening to. Yeah. Um, and 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 then I, I, I personally know people where, and oddly it's their husbands, which is quite unusual, are not don't like porn and that can be for religious reasons or many other reasons mm -hmm. and they'll go and listen unbeknownst to their husband to audio erotica right because then nobody knows what they're listening to wow um so i think there's a there's a real sense of um although i clearly do not think that's very healthy but i do think there's a a higher sense of privacy yeah to listening to something that is funny though. Like, imagine you're listening to this on what the tube, as you call it, the subway. Yes, the um, tube, darling. The tube, not the, the tube, the tube, the tube. The tube. Yes. Like you're saying a chewy, a tube. Um, yeah. No, imagine you're listening to audio porn on the tube, and know. you know it's a little bit exhibitionisty. No, it is a bit, especially <laughs> if you've got those little whatsits, you know, the beads or whatever. <gasps> The what? You'd be doing the whole thing, couldn't you? Nobody you knows. You could literally be wearing like vibrating panties. You could on the tube. You could. I mean, it might be audio erotica. Yeah, it would and be no a little would problematic know. if your face expressions are, you know. Depends yeah, you how good started you are moaning. It would give it away a bit. Yeah, you're it, right. it would a bit. And I and I honestly don't. You know, this is very personal for me, but I just I can't see the point of that. I mean, surely you want to be in your own space where you feel good. Why would you? So obviously, there's a voyeuristic element if you if you like doing that. But I, I I mean that if you if you're doing that, you're doing that. Whatever. But yeah, I I I mean I do think there is a huge element of this is very private, and uh, and nobody yeah. knows. And I think particularly for women, it's like for some reason, if you admit that you're listening to audio erotica, that's that's kind of way less shameful. To saying you watch porn, which is yeah. bizarre, but I think I mean that it must be that because if you if you just think about the the interweb, is that if you look for stuff or you think about what's now socially acceptable to buy, well, audio erotica is up there with dildos and vibrators and whatever. Everyone's doing it, you know. Yeah. Well, not everyone, but you know, it's it's much more. Whereas porn still has that kind of 
I mean, I know there's some sites like what is it, Balesa, Balesa, Balesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, are, I think you're are right. much more directed to women, and it looks it's pink and all that sort of stuff. But um, it's just somehow we've we've said no, this is fine to do, and this isn't fine to do. It's it's kind of interesting, but I think it's got to do with the images is the fact that a woman isn't because it goes back to the woman we we don't really care whether a man's you know in a situation but if a woman's having to do something with three men then other women watching that sometimes they feel a yeah bit like, oh, maybe i really no 100 percent. it's like be watching it's, that it's literally like audio porn is like porn without any kind of shame attached pretty much yeah. like you can think of it that way which is amazing it's acceptable and it's a bit more I think in its essence, it's more feminine. It's a bit more female and flowery because you're using your imagination. And women are much better communicators. We probably do have better imaginations. Well, yeah, and the stories that they're actually telling on these, you know, when you're listening are more directed to women in general. Like, Oh, for sure. Obviously, obviously the men are listening as well. But in general, like, these stories are literally, like, about foreplay and, like, about, like, you know yeah touching your clit and stuff like this like yeah there's like actual things that are talking about you know things that women like to do in in the bed and not just like watching a man slamming a woman for like an hour like it's just like yeah Yeah. it's a bit of a better situation for everyone i think 100 percent. i think you can i think you know as i said women are better communicators you think about like chatting women chat all the time i mean i think about how i use the phone or text or whatever my husband always says, if I never, if I didn't have to have a phone, I wouldn't have one. He hates it. You know, most That's men so don't call their friends and go, oh, let's have a chat, do they? I mean, it doesn't matter what they, age they are. They don't do it. Yeah. Um, women like constant communication. So it makes sense that they're going to listen to something that has more of a story. Yeah. Men just kind of want to, let's just get straight to it. And I think also possibly, I mean, I've sort of had, you know, I have had a look around. I haven't listened to anything in its full length because I just don't have the attention span for it. But it's a lot more kind of nice. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, somebody pretending to be a nurse and or I've come to your house and I'm a plumber and oh, oh my handy God, and you just bet, you know, like the sort of traditional yeah. view that we have of porn that was made for men. I mean, either way, I'm skipping. I'm skipping to the middle, you know, I'm skipping to the middle yeah. to hear what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, in the good stuff. It's hard exactly just, the buildup is like, I'm like, oh my god, this is taking so long. Okay, you're going on a drive. Okay, now you're in the back seat. Okay, great. Like, let's get the fuck on with it. I, you know, yeah. yeah, the attention span for me is, I don't think there either. But no, yeah. I don't have the attention span for. Um, well, to be honest, I don't have the attention span for audio porn or the attention span for. A lot of the female porn, which is made by some some very famous directors now in that industry, like and they're women, you know, in the UK, yeah, in Europe, particularly in Spain, in 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 the US, and it's all these like long stories, and you're like, no, I mean, I just no, I mean, I don't. Who's going to sit there and watch <laughs> half an hour of? I don't Whatever know. They're... I don't know who the fuck has time for this. Well, but this like, is women very just, point. Who, just who like, has wi- time? How do women I don't have... know. Yeah, like, why do you want to watch, like, 30 minutes of foreplay? Like, I get experience, experiencing that, but, like, watching someone else do that? Like, come on. No. Like, you skip to the good parts, you know? 
and maybe right. that's what's I more mean, like there's someone for like there's something for everyone in every video i don't know yeah i mean i i think it it does depend on you know if you're in a relationship or not and all of that and you know who's watching what and but yeah i mean i and it is completely personal as in generically anything to do with sex is obviously very personal but i um i don't get it i i can really say to you i don't think i'm ever going to be somebody who's going to sit down and watch listen to audio porn i think you can be pretty safe that if you see me with a pair of headphones on i'm probably <laughs> not listening to audio erotica <laughs> no because <laughs> no, i don't 100%. have the attention span oh but i think it is amazing because i think the voices the fact that it's a lot more shame free um and that you can use your um i mean it's one thing i always say about mainstream porn is I think that most of the men, like the women are beautiful, but the yeah. men are just, to use an English phrase, are just grim. And yeah. it's just like, ugh, you know, to sort of thinking about the sort of long ponytailed. I mean, obviously that has changed, but I still don't think they're not the same as the women. I mean, we're just, we're not usually looking at their faces though. We're just looking at their no. dicks. Like that's oh, no. usually how it's going. No, obviously not. But the creep factor is not good. Whereas right. if you if you are listening to something, you can have anybody in your head. Yes. So I do see. I do understand that. And there's but also the different accents that you can have. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, a lot of very these sites, fun. Yeah, like these sites, like what's is it called? Is it Dipsy or Dipsia? Yeah, di I think it's Dipsy. Yeah. So that was, and then there's another one called Quinn. Those are sort of like the original, or not the original audio erotica, but in the sort of, I'd say, modern right. A in the last sort of five years or whatever, very well known, founded by women. Um, and you can choose like, you know, English voice, Scottish, American, yeah, Australian accent. Yeah, it's so accent. fucking awesome because you yeah. know how much I love a Scot. Oh, my we God. We do. We know. We oh. know. And you've never even been there. I know. I would think die of what if you'd I do went if you there. Went to no, Scotland. I would die. I would. It does rain die. a lot, though. I don't think you'd love that. Well, that's okay. We get cozy inside. No, that's I what see. happens. Yeah, okay, we you have know to what? Get you, um, yeah. See, my dad's from Scotland, so you'd have oh, to um, God. <laughs> like the Highlands and these sort of big rugged men. But uh, yes. um, which is which is not all Scots. Let me tell you that. But um, <laughs> anyway, it's it's a fantasy for you. So somebody 100%. should create an audio. That's right erotica for you in the Susie and the highlands yes thank you am i inspiring anyone let's go people yeah but exactly. what I, okay, what's so funny is i actually so i was on pornhub the other day and i was just like browsing as i do of course you were and <laughs> and i had saw that there was like a that there's there's obviously audio erotica on pornhub like it's not all yes, about the visuals huh. yes okay so um i was like oh i was just interested in like listening to what was happening but so whatever i was listening to this probably isn't all audio porn on pornhub but it was a guy for the entire time and it was just like this seems weird you know like i don't know if this is gonna be a huge turn on for me like just like a man just talking to you and like talking dirty to you i'm like I don't like talking dirty that much to listen to this for like 30 minutes. Like just a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it felt just a little bit weird. So I'm definitely happy that more women are like involved in the back end for most of these apps, you know? Yeah. And that they're actually – because it is weird. You can't just fucking – 
I don't know. I I don't know. He probably had a lot of views. I didn't even I didn't even look at it. But yeah, it's literally just a man talking dirty, and I just don't think I could listen to more than like five minutes of that without no. being completely I mean, grossed out about it. I don't think I could listen to twenty seconds of that. <laughs> I, th- a I mean, I, that's an interesting question, and I don't know the answer. Is most audio erotica? Is it normally like full on two actors sort of talking? Is it yes. normally just one woman, one man? Okay, you know, know, so I think while while when I listen to it, how it usually is is it's a man and a woman. I mean, there's different things for everyone. There's like lesbians, obviously, like it's gay stuff, like ev- everything you want. But mm. the ones I listen to are like man and the woman, let's say, or the lesbian ones. But um, and then there's also a narrator, and the narrator is usually the a woman. So she's like, and then we went to his bedroom and then they talk. Does that make sense? So it's like yeah, there's a narrator yeah. in the story who there's the woman usually. And then they're also talking. So it's, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's anything you you could want it to be, honestly. That's what the kind yeah. of beauty is it. It's like just yeah. literally stories. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's stories. It's storytelling as opposed to kind of focusing on what we kind of have a bit of an issue with, like the raw, the rawness of porn sometimes in the yeah, sense the that you're like, yeah, like I, I could see that. I don't really want to see that. It depends I mean, on the person. I know it's, and it, honestly, like I know we don't want to say it is, but 100% it's still giving porn stars trauma in some way, you know, like. I don't know if you're supposed to be fucking all the fucking time. It's like you're not supposed to be sitting at a desk all the fucking time. Like it's anything. If you do it too much, it's probably not a great thing, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, most porn stars will say that they can separate. And yeah, can they? But then is that like disassociating? Like there's a whole other thing with that. It's like, yeah. And I, and I honestly think that, um, I honestly do believe I could never be a porn star, but all power. What Mel? To women come on, can do that. <laughs> what you, you think come I couldn't on, be? A, no, I I don't think I'd be a very good porn star. As you know, I would. The whole cleanliness <laughs> thing would. Like, That's true. Send me into a loop, but um, I think the other thing, like I said about audio porn, is it's very different. You're not doing it. You're just saying sexy stuff, which is nothing, right? Right. Um. But and we seem to just have such a problem with this idea that women do this and thinking it's a bit like, you know, women who work in a strip club. It's like, why? Yeah. Why do you have such a problem with that? I, w- I remember once being in, in Las Vegas and I was in this It's one of the very nice hotels. And I don't think I'm not sure if they do it anymore. Um, this hotel doesn't. But they in one of the bars, they had these women kind of dancing in cages yeah, you know, above the bar kind of thing. Yeah, sure. And I remember being somebody; it was a woman, and she just she was like, "Oh, don't you just have? Don't you think that's awful? Don't you have such a problem with that?" I'm like, "No, uh, I think all power to that woman who's probably making you know a couple of thousand dollars a night. Exactly. If she's got a body like that, and she can do that. She, she can't do it for very long. It's not going to be something she's going to be doing forever. And if she can handle in her head the way she's being objectified, that's not up to me." To make yeah. that judgment. And I, I just don't, I don't get that. I think people can't, you know, and that is a whole sort of feminine, feminist argument, isn't it? And I think porn, it all falls into the same thing. But yeah. somehow we've decided audio erotica is fine. That's clean, if you like, because there's no actual people doing it. So I mean, you are okay. the queen of cleanliness. So is it clean, Mel? Do we feel clean about it? 
Do I feel clean about audio? Do your also? ears feel clean? Do I? Yeah, that's a point, isn't it? Well, I don't. I don't have any issues with porn or strip stuff. I don't have any issues with anything. I because I think, well, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. You know. Um, and people, you do you. You watch whatever you want to watch. Um, but I just think, as a society in the West, where we're supposed to be so progressive, we still have lots of hang-ups about it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it's it's honestly getting exhausting. Like, just let people do what they fucking want to do. Well, no, and and it, yeah, exactly. And then the hilarious thing about, um, particularly about you know, visual watching pornography. Is the reason it is a multi-bajillion dollar billion industry is because everybody watches it. Yes. So people literally say everybody. Don't. And obviously there are different people. People sometimes you do watch it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's just like oh, you know, and it depends, and it depends on the person, and it depends on you know what you're into and all that sort of stuff. But I and one other thing about listening to it as opposed to watching it is that. I just think there's a as a particularly for women there's a less kind of hassle factor because yeah. like I said like you don't have to get it on your like I don't know whatever you do go into a bathroom with your phone or have it on the screen and think shit is somebody going to come in in 2 minutes who shouldn't who shouldn't be seeing me watching this do you know what I mean yeah. you, you kind of have to set the scene a bit if you're going to visually watch something if you're in a in a household or in a situation where people can come in and they're not your partner. So whereas if you're listening to something, you kind of don't have to do that as much. It's not as worrying, is it? Yeah. I, I mean, that's... you can, you never know. It could, you could be listening to it though. And then it could, and then it could just like connect to your Google home. <laughs> I know. And, and then I it know. just blasts I... throughout the house. Yeah. And I, I do know. know people where that has ha happened. Not to no. Opinion, yeah, 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 yeah. It's connected, and then yeah, it's you know all these things happen. Of course they do. These are the the technological advances, of course. Or I saw this hilarious thing. Of course, being me, it was a TikTok the other day, and it was this man on a train in England. Yeah, and he's listening to this music, and he's kind of bopping away in his seat. And then after about a minute, he realizes his headphone, these guys sitting opposite him are dancing as well. And he's like looking at them like, why are they dancing? And then he realizes he hasn't connected. That's so funny. To his yes. phone. He's just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And he puts them. <laughs> so it's very easy to do a lot of this stuff. And can you, and, and, and that is, if you are worried about privacy and you're listening to audio erotic because you're like, I don't want people to know that I yeah do this or watch this or listen to this and then all of a sudden you're like some and you're going to be somewhere like at the hairdresser in the supermarket or something banal right and yeah all of a sudden, and it'll be and he slid his hand down you no, know and, literally literally and, like, and i'm thrusting like it's just like oh my god but you gotta just you gotta you gotta take the chance you gotta take a chance and you know you gotta do what's right for you i mean um judging in my little fact search susie yeah there are there's a lot about particularly about audio porn erotica however you want to term it and that it's it's kind of more acceptable to feminists because it's not like i said before it's not degrading women if that's the way you want to look at it and I think in this Vice article, they talked, um, I think it's like the, the 
the um, CEO or the founder of, of Quinn, which is one of these audio erotica platforms, yeah. she said it's better aligned with female desire and fantasy, which is kind of interesting. And she also said that young women are very shrewd and are voracious consumers of content, which is true, yet they, un they are underserved when it comes to erotic content. I'm not sure I totally agree with that, but um, er audio erotica felt like it um, was made with my desires in mind. So I think that's the thing that you can just dream whatever you want to imagine, yeah. whatever you want to imagine into life. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard. We're always watching these things and visuals have such an impact on all of us, especially porn. And like it is not helping, you know, young people as a whole of just like, oh, yeah, this is normal. This is how we fuck. And like, obviously, like I even had that, you know, a bit of that issue when I was coming into my sexuality. And like, so I think, yeah, audio porn is maybe more even like young person friendly where you might be actually learn able to learn something more of what people like because um, they're saying yeah. it out loud. Yeah, well, it sets up less kind of fake realities, like, you yeah. know, particularly amongst young men and you know, I've seen it with, you know, I have two teenage girls and just, you know, my friends who have um, boys and just, you know, the site they visit the most is Pornhub. Oh, and my God. Before they, yeah, and they, um, like, you know, serious addictions to it. No. And, of course, before they've had any experiences with women in the real world or obviously with girls or whatever in the real world, at the appropriate age, I would like to add, they already have all these crazy ideas in their head yeah. of what people are doing. And, of course, they're not doing it mm -hmm. because that is in porn, which is entertainment. And, you know, in my when I was younger, it was, you know, either, you know, it was in magazines, which women obviously didn't look at really because you'd have to go into a, a store, you know, which had uh, what we call a news agents in, in England. And mm -hmm. they were always on the top shelf and you're not really going to go in and say, mm, can I have that? You know, and they were all geared towards men anyway. Yeah. And then obviously like stuff on video cassette and stuff like that. And it wasn't geared towards women. It was geared towards men. It was geared towards the, yeah, the gratification of men. So a lot of women weren't terribly interested in it or, or, it was it and it was surrounded and shrouded in all the shame anyway but um yeah that would be i mean i'm just looking at a um another um um article here which is from a site called nowtolove.com which is an australian site and this is a sex expert reveals the real reason why women read erotic fiction so i mean that's another thing is reading yeah erotic fiction the same as listening yeah in the sense that i mean i know that's the same as a book right like a lot of people listen to books today because they're so well they think they're very busy i think and they want to be doing five things at once so they think that if they actually sit down and read a book then they can't be doing all the other things so listening is obviously quicker mm -hmm. i actually prefer to read i mean that's an interesting point i don't really like i like reading books because I like but, my mind to think about it. I don't need somebody else's voice kind of right. thing. That's very personal. could be a bit old-fashioned. Um, and it says that, um, so this article says, great sex needs two things. According to the experts, what we all need most for success under the covers is intimacy and a little imagination. So maybe that's why well, it's true, actually. What's so funny is important. What's so funny is that, like, 
I don't know if you remember. I used to read Cosmo all the time as like the magazine. And I would read it at like summer camp with like my friends. Um, And it used to have a like, uh, um, like a whatever, the erotica, like a little, a little chapter from yeah. an erotic book or not like a chapter but like a little segment or something yeah um and it used to have it at the back of the magazine and we would all read it and it would be hilarious but like they don't have those anymore in cosmo do they not and i used i i forget what it used to be it used to be called something like the hot read or something of the month or whatever the fuck it was and they yeah. were like it was promoting someone's erotic book but yeah, yeah they don't have those anymore in the back of and so i was like kind of appalled with trying to read it as an adult being like what the fuck is the good shit <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. Co- cosmo was always the sexier magazine but it could actually be one of the reasons and i'm just going back to this article now now to love because it talks about i guess in the last would it be 10 15 years like really really well-known books like 50 shades of gray yes which then became mainstream and i remember when the first book came out and everyone was like you know, I have to say I haven't read any of them, so I, I'm not I'm not going to judge. But you'd see you haven't people, read any of them, not not the whole way through. No, I only I, read I think the I've first seen, one. I think I've seen the first movie or part of the first. Well, the movie. I don't think horrible. I watched. I think I, I actually got quite bored, so yeah, I think I horrible. watched a part of it. I'm pretty sure I didn't right. watch it all. I think there are three, aren't there? Or four? Yeah, there's or fucking three or something. And it all gets a bit boring because you're like, yeah, we get it. He's a bit, you know. So, and yeah. and I, the funny thing about Fifty Shades of Grey is you'd see, um, and I, I'm thinking specifically like in the UK, you'd see somebody on the tube reading it, or right. like in the park, or um, you know, at the hairdresser, and you'd be like, mm, I know where your mind is. Yeah, you know? <laughs> everyone 100%. would be like, and and now it's much more like I don't think anybody would say anything if they saw somebody reading Fifty Shades of Grey, but I think it did sort of break some kind of barrier right and i'm trying to think actually who the 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 it's a woman who wrote 50 shades of Grey. yeah where's she from i think she's just american she i have to uh, check do you want to look now. it up are you looking it up gray yeah. um, see i'm sorry excuse my mumbling down the microphone um no she's british of course did, she's fucking I British. Did, I did think she was British, actually, yeah. So, I mean, that just goes to a point that I've proved to you many times. Uh, I haven't actually proved to you. That sounds absolutely dreadful because of the, the follow-up sentence I'm going to say to you, uh, Susie. I haven't proved this at all. Is that the Brits are slightly perverted. Yeah, you're fucking disgusting. I'm a but here's pervert. Okay, so wait, here's the thing. So Fifty Shades of Grey also made $1.33, pretty much, billion dollars at the box office. Yes, yeah, it's, it's lunacy. That is fucking insane for not for like not even that good of movies. And no, and I I can't. I mean, I do remember in the first one he he has a sort of uh, sex room stroke dungeon dungeon thing, doesn't he? Yes, he has like a red room. I mean, he's into like BDSM. That's the whole yes, thing, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. and women just fucking loved it. And I'm like, yeah, and he's very there's attractive. way he's better familiar. erotica out there than this. Well, exactly. But they and, loved it. Uh, I don't famous, know. Uh, Northern, he's from Northern Ireland, the guy. But um, I, it's like, yeah, I, I think it honestly was a lot to do with it was acceptable to watch this. 
It's like yes. it is, this was made in Hollywood, although, uh, you know, newsflash, everyone, most of the porn in the United States is made in California, too. Is and it's and the the porn industry in the United States is much much bigger than Hollywood. Yeah. But I think it was, it was just kind of acceptable. You know, like we can go and watch this, and this is an acceptable way to talk about the fact that we are into this. And you just yeah. look, it's funny. I mean, it's funny. It's it's hilarious. But but I think that was a bit of a um, change things a bit that that book in terms of reading erotic fiction. So it's so um, funny. Yeah, it is funny. Um, well, if you haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey, don't see it. <laughs> don't see it. <laughs> no, I think I, I know, mean, I'm not going to get those you know, hours back. Am you, I? There's better. There's better things to watch. There's better things to watch and listen to than some like half-assed. Well, and I think they've. It did open a lot of doors, and there's a lot more stuff that's been made, and it's really not that revolutionary. Yeah. Um. And, you know, it was made in Hollywood, so I think a lot of Europeans were like, what's the big deal? Yes, 100%. <laughs> that's so you true. You watch French TV or whatever, it's like, um, yeah, this is nothing. Um, you know, I mean, it's, I always used to find it, it's one of the things I always found hilarious about Sex and the City, which is a show basically in the title says sex. Yeah. But they get up and they've just had sex with this man and they're wearing their bra with full makeup on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. That was a European show that'd be like, why she got a bra? Right. But um but anyway, I digress. Anyways, but, love. Yeah. I mean at bottom line, we're I'm so happy that audio porn exists. Like yeah. I'm it's just so great that women are finally a bit taking we're able to take a little bit more control over the porn industry as well. And like if this is yeah. how we can get in there, like fuck yeah. I yeah. love it. I, I think that's a great way of putting it. And whether you want to watch or listen, obviously, is very individual. Or yeah. whether you do a little bit listen and a little bit watch or you go through phases. Just a little or, bit of everything. Yeah, or whatever it is. I think that's exactly it, is that it's becoming a little bit more. Or we're more like finally saying, oh, actually, no, women do have sex and women do want to see images. But they just don't want to see the kind of images that were made for men, you know, for right. to get, which were a bit grim yeah um and yeah it's it's great and i think um everyone should be doing um what they want to do everyone should just be doing a little bit more porn mel that's that's how doing we're gonna end this just do a right. little bit more porn i'm okay anyways i All love right. you so much i love you too and thank you everyone for listening and uh, we'll see you next time i shall be back on the uh, not so sunny shores of uh, oh Toronto. god i'm literally so jealous all i want to do is have teen crumpets with you and listen to porn well you know yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> okay my love all right uh, until oh, next time until next time everyone thank you so much for listening thanks for listening bye, bye. Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code, and get jiggy with it. 
Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.